So I got a message last week from a writer that, that I used to see fairly regularly and in the midst of like a mass nervous breakdown and all kinds of other crazy shit that happened in my life years ago. Um, I, I mean, I just disconnected from everybody. Like there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I just, I just shut the world out. Uh, and, and it was a good message. It wasn't a big deal. It was just, you know, a reach out, see if, you know, we could have a chat, connect again, you know, the thing. And, and so we did, we, we hopped on a phone call, uh, Friday and we chatted about all the things that writers chat about. Um, and, and because here's the thing, right? If you're really making a go at this thing, if you've been doing this for any amount of time, then all writers share kind of a communal kick to the face. We do. We, we all share kind of a communal kick to the face. And, and that is that kick to the face where we realize that, that that dream of writing is going to be more complicated than we thought, right? It's not unlike marriage. I'm not kidding. It really isn't. It's not unlike marriage. Like, we grow up, and, and maybe you, if you wanted to get married or you were into relationships or whatnot, you see the relationship examples provided for you in popular culture, right? So I was born in 1980, so my shit was like Saved by the Bell and, and romantic comedies that I was getting drugged to during college and things like that. And and the romance always happens and everyone lives happily ever after because the, the fucking movie cuts off before they get to the marriage part. Um, and, and, and the reason I bring that up is because the reality is, and I've been married twice, so I know this a little bit, the reality is when you get married it is not as easy as the packaging made it out to be. It's not. You're going to wake up and you're like, oh, shit, well, there's marriage. Oh, here's the fighting. Okay, sweet. Okay, and we have to figure it out, right? Things are just complex in the world. And when you're a writer, the thing that the packaging doesn't tell you is that you're going to work a really long time. Like, let's say you're working on a novel. I am, my, my friend Derek, who contacted me and, and who I reconnected with, is uh, you're writing novels. A lot of people are writing novels. It's a big thing for writers is to write a novel. You're going to work a long time. I mean, a novel is going to take you forever to put together. It is. It, it's going to take you forever. So you're going to work a long time on it. You know? And, and once you get done with it and you work on the marketing and you work on getting it out and everything else, if you are stunningly successful in the writing world, like you are in a high, high, high percentile, um, like you are just killing it, you might get a year or two of living expenses out of it. And, and then it's back to work on the next book. Like I know a, not, a lot of writers, Derek knows a lot of writers, most of them have other jobs. Like it, it just is that thing, right? Like most writers are going to have to have other jobs. And and the biggest bitch of it is that it has very little to do with maybe even the quality of your work as much as what can be sold and what the public wants and what the public knows they want. Because again, the marketing groups at publishing companies are going to work on books that they think will get bought. So they're going to push that message. So if that was this, then they're going to push that. And, and it's the whole deal. I work in marketing as well, and so that's that's what we're going to do. We're going to push what we think you're going to buy based on what you've already bought. So you may have a great book that in some cases may not even get discovered for five or six years. Think about that. You're going to write a great book that may not get discovered for five or six years. This all starts to sound pretty shitty, doesn't it? 
It does. Look, I'm, I'm with you. It, it starts to sound like, man, really? I'm doing this for like a year or two of living expenses so I can write the next one? Well, yeah, yeah, you probably are. And, and that's if I'm lucky. Yeah, because there's every likelihood that, that you won't get anything, you know? Um, and then there's the inevitable press, right? There's always the push. There's this big press and driving need for for you to act like an entrepreneur and build your personal brand and shit, which takes time and takes you away from working on what you're writing. Um, and, and doesn't necessarily offer you any extra, like any extra benefit. Like the best benefit to a writer's brand is of course to get shit out there so that we know who the hell you are. I don't, I don't care how many cool little LinkedIn videos or fun little witty posts you put up or how many quotes your social media feeds saw. Like having work out there is, is the important thing. And, and when you're writing, this shit all hits you. And like all of this hits you in one big food fight fucking mess. I know this is where you're expecting me to tell you if you're if you're newer to this writing and and you're not uh, you're 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 starting to feel that jade a little bit. Some of you are, are still super idealistic and are telling you me fuck you, Matt. I I know, and I'm I, w- I wish you well. Uh, I do. I wish you well. I hope you're proving me wrong. Um, but you probably won't, but I hope you do. But, but some of you are, are probably now just starting to feel that jade creep in, right? You, you quit a job, you did this, you did that, you you did what writers do. Uh, and, and now you're having to go back and find a way to pay your bills and stuff. And it's getting, it's getting really frustrating. So this is the part where some of you are probably expecting me to tell you to quit. It's true. That's what you're waiting for. This is the part where some of you are waiting for me to tell you that because it's hard and because the rewards are probably not as substantial as you wish they were, that you should quit. That's not what I'm telling you. What I'm telling you is this is hard and it's uniquely hard. This journey of the novelist, of the aspiring poet, of the playwright or the screenwriter is uniquely difficult. It has its own things. No group of entrepreneurs are going to understand what you're going through. Nobody outside of of this thing that you're doing is really going to understand. So I'm not telling you to give up. Far from it. I'm telling you to not make the mistake I made and sever all of your ties and go out there and build a group of people around you that you know who can support you because damn it, you're going to need it. You are, you're going to need it. Now I severed a bunch of ties. It doesn't mean you can't undo that. It doesn't mean like, oh shit, Matt did it and it's all over. No, it just means that, you know, I had a writing community. I had kind of stepped away from it and I, and I, I stepped away from a ton of people. Don't, don't get it twisted that I only stepped away from writers because fuck writers. Like I stepped away from a ton of people. Um, I didn't know. I mean, honestly, I didn't think I was going to be alive at the end of that nervous breakdown. So when I talk about this stuff, what I'm telling you is take the time and, and understand and appreciate what you're doing, right? Take the time and understand, and appreciate that building a community. It's not about having a billion people to like get your thing out, right? Because we have this jaded networking idea from entrepreneurism and, and, and from the mass spread of, of social fucking media, which I'm sure I'll get to at some point. Um, 
it's it's not about that, right? It's not about, I know some people who your network is about the things that people can do and helping each other and building each other up. And that's awesome. But it, it's the writing game, man. There's not a whole ton you're going to be able to do. But there is. So so here's that weird dichotomy, right? Like, how can, how can I say at one time, there's not a whole lot they can help you do, but there is a whole lot they can help you do. Because what they can help you do is they can read your shit. They can hold you accountable. They can take your words and they can, like, help you keep yourself moving forward. They can be there for the tough times. They can offer you feedback and criticism and tell you what they think, you know, have a drink or a cup of coffee or a fucking cigarette with you and tell you how much this shit sucks. They can commiserate a little bit. They can share books, stories, places of inspiration. They're getting, you you getting what I'm picking up on, right? You're picking up what I'm putting down here. They can be your fucking friend. Right? We, we build these things. This comes out of that self-help bullshit. We build these things where like, well, you know, like, like people who are like you and motivated like you and doing this and blah, blah, blah. You know what? Find some friends and build a community that knows what struggles you go through, for God's sakes. Seriously. Right? Like, I've kind of at the periphery viewed this through AA. I'm not an AA member, but I know people who are. And, and, and the periphery of AA is why is AA there? Because alcoholics need other alcoholics because they can fucking understand. Right, writers need other writers because they can fucking understand. If you're a novelist, if you're an aspiring literary author and you're trying to write a work of fiction or creative nonfiction that you think will someday change the world, you are basically going out to fight Godzilla with a fucking toothpick. And you might win. Happens. You might win. But every time you get your ass beat by Godzilla, it helps to go into a room with other people who have broken toothpicks and go, shit, that was rough. And then go, yeah, dude, let me tell you. Because they understand where you are and what you're doing. They understand where you are and what you're doing. Right? It's it's not about... This was kind of my revelation this week. And, and Derek, if you're listening, thank you for, for the phone call and, and the time because it really helped me put some of this together in my head. It's not about, you know, trying to figure all of this associated crap out by yourself. It's not. It's not about the life coach out there that can give you a little bit of shit to do. It's not about, um, you know, it's not about becoming famous. It's not about becoming rich. And it sure as shit is not about your personal fucking brand. Stop that shit. Stop it. If you spend more time trying to decide what you should wear as a writer and how your image on social media looks and what you should post, then you're probably not spending the time writing the damn book. And I promise you, a novel is going to take you forever. It is. It's, 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 it's death by a thousand cuts, and you just got to keep getting out there and cutting that thing. Right? You need people. You need people who understand. You need community. You do. You need community. What can I tell you? You know, if, if, if you're not out there finding people that understand how hard this life can be, how much work this life can be, 
how tough this can be. And, and guys, this is not just if you're a writer, because I know there's some people who listen to this who aren't writers, who just want to follow and see what I can make a change in my life because they're trying to make a change in theirs. And this is about me being really raw and opening up and, and, and saying shit like I was a fucking idiot who went on a nervous breakdown and decided, oh, okay, well, I'm going to withdraw from everybody. And it does make it harder to come back. Right, but, th- but this is about you as a writer or you as a person trying to make a change, finding people that can understand the difficulty of that change. We're always super good, I think, at looking for the person that tells us it's going to be all right, that everything's going to be great, that we're a big, bright, shining star and the world's going to be a fucking rainbow unicorn festival. We're bad at finding people that will tell us, I get how hard it is and it's going to stay pretty tough, but I'm here with you because I'm fighting the same fight. Because things being hard just isn't fun. It is. Think about the number of, 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 of companies, you know, going to that business thing for a minute. Think about the number of companies that have gone bust but had amazing offices and all these perks and everything else and have just busted out. Why? Because, well, they were going to have fun. The tough thing wasn't going to happen. They didn't want it to be too tough. They wanted it to be fun, so they opted for fun. Guys, writing is going to be a bear. You're going to have to find little outlets. I blog. I do this podcast. I do a couple other things. Derek writes poetry. He does a podcast. Like These are things that we have to do to, to have an outlet or else we lose our fucking minds. But it's hard. It's tough. It takes work. It takes effort. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be over tomorrow. And and you need somebody there that understands how much it hurts and why you do what you do. Someone to hold you accountable and someone to be a friend. Right? You don't need a professional network of other writers you need friends, mentors, people that give a shit. Because I tell you, I've been doing this thing for a long time. Um, and the kick to the face sucks. But you need it. And you need to remember, there's a reason why when we look back at writers, we always find them collected in these groups, right? We always find these connections between them. Because this is a hard gig to do alone. It is. It's a hard gig to do alone. So find other writers. Get those people that understand how hard what it is you're doing, like the the difficult nature of what you're doing. Don't shut down like I did. Don't do that. And, And if you have done that, damn it, open back up. Because this doesn't get any easier, I'm promising you, it doesn't. You need someone to go through some hard times with. You do. You do. That's it. Every Shakespeare needs a Marlowe. There we go. That sounded like really in-depth shit that I needed to say. If you don't know what I'm referencing, then you need to go read a book. Uh, anyway, that's it. Go go get a friend, man. I'm going to keep going and pounding away on the keys and maybe do some more reconnecting with other writers. Um, Derek, like I said, if you're listening, thanks for the call, man. I needed that. Uh, 
helped me kind of realize some stuff. Guys, if you're listening to me and you haven't, um, I'm going to go ahead and do a plug for him. Go ahead and, and check out Derek Berry, uh, you know, Heathens and Liars of Lick Skillet County is a novel that he wrote. Um, great writer. I like him a lot. He also has several poetry collections. Like I really like Derek. He's, he's awesome. Um, as I post this on social media, he may choose to share some stuff in the comments. I hope he does, uh, go check out what he does. Support writers, you know, writers, go find your friends, support each other. Yeah, I think we've covered it. I am looking at my podcast checklist and that's everything. So you know what that means, everybody till next time I'm Matt, that working writer y'all know. And this is just another confession.